Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome in to Final Pitch here on News Talk 830 WCCL. I am your host, Henry Lake, and we will take your phone calls for the next 30 minutes. Um, and I'd love to have some conversations with you guys tonight after a 2-1 loss to the Texas Rangers here at Target Field and the Twins losing three of the four games here against the uh, Texas Rangers. Our phone number, uh, the same as it's always been, 651-461-9226. I'll give you that number again, 651 461 9226. So I want to start the conversation tonight with just um, my thoughts and just how I'm feeling right now with regards to being a little bit deflated. Uh, when you watch the Twins right now, um, you see glimpses of this team being good. And then on the other hand, you see this team be just a team that doesn't stand out in any special way. So it's one or the other. But the reason why we're seeing the other, okay, and that being just looking like just an average team or below average team at times, there's one specific thing that's been happening with this team all year long that they have to that they have to fix, that they have to correct, or else the team isn't going very far. And when I say going very far, I'm talking about, I'm not saying that they couldn't win the division. I'm not saying that they um, couldn't maybe surprise somebody initially in the postseason. But when you're thinking about winning a championship, when you think about going making a deep run in the postseason, there's one specific thing that has been hindering this team all year long. All year long. And it's been the inability to bring runners home when they're in scoring position. Way too often, this team has struggled. And it's been that type of struggle the entire season. Yes, this team has had moments where they've looked awesome that way. Yes, this team has had some come-from-behind victories. But way too often, 
when this team has had an opportunity, typically it happens early in baseball games, right, where they have an opportunity to put some runs on the board. They squander them way too often. Tonight was another <laughs> was another one of those nights. One to seven with runners in scoring position. It happened to be the one hit was the Nick Gordon hit after Gio had the triple. He's on third. And the single, or not single, it ended up being a double, but it hits the bag, and he ends up, you know, um, you know, get, get scoring the the one the the one run that we had tonight to get Geo in, and that was it. All of the other times, we just falter, and and man, I, I'm not calling him out because. I'm one of those individuals that looks at Twins baseball, and I appreciate all of the members of this team. But Max Kepler is struggling this season, and he struggled again in a big way tonight. And he was up in a couple of spots with the opportunity to uh, go ahead and and put some runs on the board, and it just didn't happen. So I, I want us to discuss and talk about that specific phase of this team. That could be the question of the night. Um, is that the most disappointing part of Twins pace, uh, baseball this year? Because in my opinion, it is. Phone number again is 651-461-9226. Because we can look at the bullpen at times, and we can harp on guys that have struggled. We can talk about trades that were made. We can talk about Emilio Pagan and all this stuff. Whatever. Right now, the starting pitchers for this team are doing enough for this team to win. They are. Now, we can sit here and we can complain across the board about all phases of the team. When you look at Joe Ryan and what he gave you, when you look at tonight, Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray did enough to win, man. And he gets tagged with a loss. Sonny Gray tonight went six innings, gave up five hits, a couple of earned runs, walked a batter, struck out six, 69 pitches. 69 pitches. Now, now, now. I know b- before anybody out there says, "Why didn't you let him go?" I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there tonight because I know that 69 pitches ain't a lot of pitches. But I'm not gonna go there tonight b- because we saw the end um, that final inning before he got pulled starting to fall off a little bit, right? So I think that you know, Rocco said enough, right? And and what Rocco did tonight in terms of the guys that he put in there. There was no issue there, so I'm not. I don't want a phone call about Rocco uh, messed it up tonight with Sonny Gray, because no, he did not. Okay, Former was fine, Jax was fine, Theobar was fine. So it wasn't about that. It was. It's right now. It's about the offense is not. It's not holding it down. They're not doing enough. They're not supporting the pitching. Okay. The other thing um, that's concerning tonight is. Unfortunately, Byron Buxton um, had to come out of the game, replaced by Jake Cave. And I know that Rocco said in the post game there, I heard him mention that he's having an MRI right now to, to check things out, and he wasn't sure what the specific injury was. I know he did, that he did mention a hip. I'll say this. That would not shock me because I think a lot of people are kind of questioning, well, when did he, when did he have something happen tonight? that would cause him to come out of the game. I'll bring Christopher Tubbs into the conversation right now. Chris, I think, and look, I'm sitting here in the booth right now doing this show. When when Buck went to dive 
to make that play and unfortunately was not able to make the catch, but he was still able to keep the ball in front of him. And he kind of gingerly, he kind of sat there on his knees for a second. I think that that was where he may have tweaked something. Okay, and and this is just speculation on my part. I'm, look, I'm not. I didn't go downstairs. I, I've been up here in the booth um, the entire night. But you could just tell that he gingerly, like he took, he waited a minute or so to you know to kind of pick himself up and walk back into center field. But he looked a little bit, um, a little bit maybe I don't know sore or just thrown off a little bit after he tried to make that diving catch. I'll even go back to the previous at-bat. I believe it was the half inning before that link where Buck took that big swing, corkscrewed himself into the ground, and kind of had to you know, walk it off a little bit. I, I, I don't know if that might have, have done it because it was a pitch that, for all intents and purposes, it, it looked like that was one that he wanted to get a real good swing on and, and drive it pretty hard. I don't know if the knee is connected to the hip in any way, shape, or form. I have to imagine that he felt good enough, you know, wanting to dive and make that play. Well, he was on his horse on that play. Yeah, like, yeah. he was running on that play. Like, he was, he, he wasn't like, he wasn't jogging. No. He, he was in a full sprint. Yeah. He, he wasn't half assing it, if, you know, if you want to say that. He was all out. So, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know when it was. Maybe it was a combination of the two. Maybe it was that play. Uh, but you just you hear it and you just kind of sink because now you got three games with the Houston Astros, and I think a lot of people are looking at this as you, you just want to get through it, not losing much ground, if any at all, to Cleveland, come back and, and try and regroup against San Francisco coming up this weekend. I, I mean, I, I just I don't see a whole lot of – you know, positive vibes right now for the Twins no. for the next three days. But what the, the, the offense right now is just, it's not there. Oh, and, and they no, have to not. come alive. This, in order for this team to put itself back in the position to win this division, because right now they're not in that position to win the division. No, they're not. To put themselves back in that conversation, to be able for fans to think that they have a legitimate shot the offense has to step up, and that means that Correa's got to step up. Yes, and he's got to yes. be more like the guy that you signed for thirty plus million dollars. He has to step. up. We haven't seen enough. Look, have there been glimpses? Of course, he has had that signature it, moment. It, it's Carlos Correa, but at the end of the day, I don't want to sit here and be like heavily criticizing Carlos Correa, and I'm and I'm actually I'm not. But I think there's more there. Like, he's a star in the game. Oh, there, and, there's, there's and I a think that Twins fans have every right um, to expect for him to take it to another level. It is, uh, it is uh, August the 22nd, and before you know it, it's going to be Labor Day, and you need Carlos Correa and others to step it up. 651-461-9226. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, what – can you go back, Lake, and recall one moment this year where Carlos Correa has come up with there's that? There's been no standout. Hit? No, exactly. There's been no standout. I mean, you can go to, to, like, Jose Miranda has had those moments. Gio Urshela has had that, those moments. Carlos Correa has not had a signature moment yet. Exactly. And, and no. I think that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're waiting for. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take our first break, come back, get to your phone calls. Uh, twins fall to the Rangers 2 to 1. Head off to Houston now. Oh boy.
four series. This is Final Pitch on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Final Pitch here on News Talk 830-WCCO. Twins fall tonight, unfortunately lose three of the four games against the Texas Rangers, a team that's 10 games under 500. They fall tonight 2-1. to one. Uh, The phone number to call in is 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. The Twins now fall to 62-58. and And now they head off to Houston. And the Houston Astros are, you can make the argument they're the best team in Major League Baseball right now. They have been really good. They're the best team in the American League. Oh, by far. The, yeah, the, by it, far. I don't want to hear any debates about the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees are not on the Houston Astros level. And the Houston Astros, when they played the Yankees, they've crushed the Yankees this season. Now, I think that when we talk about overall in baseball, I think that there's three teams that you could put in that category of best teams in baseball. The Dodgers, clearly, I would say the Astros. And I do think that even though they lost tonight to the Yankees, I think that the New York Mets have really they, – they've shown everybody that they're the real deal. So those would be the three teams that I would look at. But um, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough going on the road to face Houston before you come back. But the bottom line is you got to win. You have to win. And I would love to see Carlos Correa have a signature moment or a really rock star series against his former team. That'd be that'd be a nice start. Well, he didn't play against him earlier on too because he was on the disabled list. So you got to imagine that he's gonna he's gonna have a little that, something extra in the tank. That would be a nice start, Carlos, to uh, to finishing off this season specifically. When, I mean, we don't know, is Buxton going to play at all in this series? We'll see what the results of the MRI say. Hopefully, knock on wood, he's not um, too injured or um, or too banged up. Hopefully, it'll be one of those, okay, we give him a rest day or a rest two days in a row to get his body feeling a lot better. But um, um, and in case you hadn't known um, or heard, Byron Buxton did have to leave this game early because of well, we don't know what the specific injury is yet. He 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 dove for a baseball. It was a pretty um, solid crash to the turf, and uh, he had a swing tonight that was pretty significant where he kind of twirled down, and, oh, man, it just seems like things are not going our way. The pitching has been good, though. I, I do want to give props to Sonny Gray. Um, he pitched well tonight. He went six innings. He gave up five hits, a couple of earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts on 69 pitches. The pitching staff was not the issue tonight. The issue was, and it's been all year long, runners in scoring position and us being bad in that department. Let's go to Karen in Northeast. What's up, Karen? Hey, Henry. I uh, Sorry, I'm going to get you off speak. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I think what you said about the pitching, I think I, I agree with you. It's been great. Um, I think the other big issue that we have is the men left on base. It's just it's horrible how many we leave on base too. That's the theme of the season, and and that was the that yeah. was my that was my that that's that's I don't want to say my rant, but that's like that's the thing that I'm harping on tonight. Like that's been the killer for this team. Like you know, with every with every with every team, there's going to be your strengths, there's going to be your weaknesses, and then there's going to be those things that will be your flaws, but we won't really talk about them as much. But the bottom line is this team is 62-58. and 58. They've got a winning record, and they're in the mix to go to the postseason. But the thing that's been crushing them all year long is leaving all these men stranded. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree. And I think, you know, it seems like sometimes we get the offense together, you know, like when we won whatever, 9 nothing or whatever it was last week. You know, and I and you and I have talked about this before, but we ha- we have to have consistent bats. And I I couldn't agree with you more about Correa too, because I was talking to somebody about it, and they said, "No, no, he's really good." I said, "No, no, 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 he needs to he needs to get his act together." You know, his defense I think is impeccable. I will happily give him that, but his bat he's got to get he's got to get it together better. He just does. Yeah, I I just I look at him in. Look, he's a good player. There, there's no doubt about it. Yes, but is. I think, but there's another level. We've seen him. We've seen him at this other That's level. Okay. When he was with Houston, we saw him look like an absolute superstar. So I guess my whole point yeah. is, is that that guy? We need that guy right now. Yeah, you know, and I, I've gotten kind of a little bit on the nasty side with him. I call him thirty-five point <laughs> three now. <laughs> So you've been re- you've been reading a lot of uh, Lavelli Neal's columns lately, I think. No, I haven't. No, but I texted my sister that the other night, and she goes, "What are you talking about?" Because I also complain that he doesn't run down to first like Cave. You know, when I was at that game, he hustled like crazy, and he got he was safe on first. You were at the soccer game, but you know, Correa he he doesn't hustle, and I'm that's why I gave him that name. You know, it it, it irritates me a lot. It really does. You never know when they're going to drop that ball. Yep, yep. Hey, At thanks. First, you know. Yep, yep. There's thanks for the phone. I got to tell you. Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. I got an Arise. I got an Arise jersey. Oh, you did. Yes, my 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 really good friend, her son bought me one when we were at the game that night. Oh, that's awesome. It's super awesome. I was like a little kid in a candy store. That is awesome. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Karen. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Take good care. All right. You too. Likewise. All right, that's Karen in Northeast checking in here on a final pitch here on The Good Neighbor. Let's go to uh, Kelly Madsen from Maple Grove. What's up, Kelly? Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, what you said about the the offense, you know, we uh, we won uh, we won that Friday, but then it's like all of a sudden it, uh, it collapsed. Uh, it just like, uh, like what you said, uh, deflated like an inner tube. Yeah, we've um yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, do you feel deflated? Yeah, I feel I feel deflated like an inner tube. <laughs> like I, someone just uh took the air they right out of you. They just took the of, air right out of you, huh? Yeah. The twins just took the air right out of you. Well, I I yeah. I agree. You know, look, I agree, Kelly, and, and thanks for the phone call from Kelly Madsen in Maple Grove. That's why I started the show with just talking about feeling deflated because I do right now. Um, and, and maybe maybe my expectations are too high. I don't know. I, I don't feel that they are. But I guess I would. I'll ask you, Chris. Okay, I'll ask you this. Okay. Do you think that the Twins are better than what they've been playing lately? Because I think I think they're a better baseball team than this. I think they are. Yes. Uh, I, I think when you look at the bugaboo that's runners with scoring in uh, scoring position, when we were looking at the numbers, like what one for seven tonight, two for twenty six. In the series, that is a batting average of like 076. Like that is less than 100 that you are hitting with runners in scoring position. Like you cannot, they are based on the talent, they are a better team than what they've shown, but it's it's in the execution. It's this, absolutely in the execution. This is this has been 
a storyline all season yes, long. Yes. And I'm not the only person that is seeing it. I think that everybody's seeing it. And I know that even before we came on tonight, Chris Atterbury, he was talking about it. I mean, Chris mentioned it, um, that, he, that this is – because when we talk about in sports sample size – that's a pretty significant sample size yeah, I, <laughs> to, I, to get to this particular point in the season. Like, we're, we're seeing a lot here. So, well, so it's, yeah. not, it's not like a week or two weeks or 20 games. No, we're talking about the entire season to this point, and that's, that's rather unfortunate. All right, 651-461-9226. Let's head back to the phone lines, and next up would be Jackson, who is leaving Target Field. What's up, Jackson? Hey, what's up? Um, Hi, you I, just, I, I, was, I was just with my uncle right now. We just left the game. Very disappointing, uh, especially not winning at least at least splitting with Texas in the must win game. But wanted to get your guys' thoughts on brutal Kepler batting fifth. I mean, continuing to bat in the middle of the lineup, going against a lefty. I just don't understand. If, how is this not on Rocco? I, I just I don't get it. So just wanted to get your guys' thoughts. All right, thanks for the. Well, well hold on. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Who, um, where where in the lineup did you want him to bat? Anywhere but fourth or fifth. I, well, I think Geo should be batting ahead of him. I think Gordon should be batting ahead of him. Pretty much everyone but anyone but Sandy Leon, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for the phone call. Um, the the individuals that are batting behind Kepler, um, and we can debate it here, whether Urshela um, should have been batting behind him, because he was. Uh, Nick Gordon was batting behind him. Um, Beckham, I don't think anybody can – I don't think anybody can debate that. Um, Leon batting behind him, no one can debate that. Look, put it like this, and and the criticism is fair. I don't don't have an issue with that with Jackson. And we started off the show with this in talking about the flaws of this team right now, specifically the runners are scoring position, not, you know, we're just training way too many runners this year. And and the pitching's been – you know, good enough. Your pitching's been passable, but but Max Kepler this year, it's not been good. And, and I even I mentioned it. I want to say my, like middle of the game, like it is just a struggle for him, man. A massive struggle for him. Uh, Rocco just doesn't have options right now. I I think I think the one option you would have had is maybe Celestino would have been that. I, I think one of the best things that can happen for this team, Henry is to get Car- uh, Kyle Garlic back. Like, you need Kyle Well, you Garlick. need some other bodies. Yeah, I mean, look, look, when Beckham's in the lineup, like, that that should tell you a lot, right? Yes. Leon's in the lineup, that tells you a lot. But Ke- Kepler, man, Kepler's not the guy that he was in 2019. I know that I'm not breaking any news. Um, that that's Everybody is watching it the same way that I'm watching it. But that I think that Max Kepler's performance this year has been one of the most disappointing of any twin. Oh, I don't think there's any question. And if you know, if you had Kirilov healthy, if you had Larnik healthy, you would have other options. But right now, I think especially tonight because you had this light hitting lineup that you just you didn't have the options again outside of Celestino starting against the lefty. I just feel like Rocco's kind of in this position where you put him in that lineup and you're just you're hoping that you can get something out of it. Yeah. All right, 651-461-9226. Uh, let's take a quick pause. Um, we'll come back. We'll take Jerry and St. Paul after the break. 
and also in the final segment get into the highlights from tonight's baseball game. This is Final Pitch. You're on the good neighbor. All right, final segment. Here at Final Pitch, News Talk 830 WCCL. Twins fall tonight at Target Field. And I know that fans are in their feelings because you expect to beat a team like um, the Texas Rangers at home. And when you lose three out of four, yeah, that's going to be super-duper frustrating. You don't expect that because you're a better baseball team than the Texas Rangers. And it wasn't like your pitching wasn't good because your pitching was good enough for you to win this series. 651-461-9226. That's the number that Jerry in St. Paul called. Jerry, you're on final pitch. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I believe, yeah, the pitching is okay. The defense is pretty good. They, um, I would think if once they get into uh, a scoring position, they should learn how to bunt, move the man forward. Uh, their bunting average would be higher than just hitting the ball trying to drive the guy in. Also, they could, um, you know, well, yeah. I mean, be, being be, being being better bunters, be, being better bunters would help any baseball team. But this team has had situations where they've had a, a runner on third base with nobody out, and it doesn't come down to bunting then. It just comes down to like get, get the guy in, you know, get get a, get a sack fly, you know, do the like it's not, it's not been happening. And we're talking about from the beginning of the year, and, and you you're watching it, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I believe, stealing bases and uh, and bunting, because this team is not going to go anywhere. If they get to the playoffs, they're going to die. All right, thanks. Uh, All right. All right. Yep, thanks for the phone call from Jerry in in, in St. Paul, which I I guess essentially now we're going to talk about small ball. And and, look, and and I wouldn't even really – let me take that back. I don't want to categorize it as small ball because it's not – like this is doing things, making winning plays, right? To, 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 for your team to score runs. This team has not been able to do that all year long. They just haven't. And it's fun, It's like you could you could have, you know, a leadoff double. And then a guy gets to third with with one out, and then all of a sudden, like, you're just not able to bring that guy for, for whatever reason, man, or starting the, <laughs> the inning off with a triple. And the guy just stays at third. It just – I don't know, man. It's been super frustrating for Twins fans, and it's uh, it's definitely been it's been it's 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 been frustrating. That's the only way I can I can call it. All right. Speaking of which, let's get to the highlights here from um, earlier tonight. Let's go to the bottom of the first with Carlos Correa and his triple. I think. Flair to center field coming in. That's going to land a base hit. This one scoots by Tavares as he misplays the ball, and that ball is going to find the warning track. Correa's got two. He's going to have three, and Tommy Watkins stops him there. All right, so so here we are with that exact situation. And then Buxton walks after that. But what happens? Miranda, he strikes out. And Kepler grounds out the first, and that's the end of the inning. Like that's the end of the inning. That that was that's exactly one of those situations. Like Jerry just talking about. Um, unfortunately, we just um, it was bad news. Top of the fourth, though. This was the highlight of the night. If you're a Twins fan, the fact that uh, you pulled off a triple play when you needed it. 
As this ball hits sharply to first, caught by Miranda, runs to the base, that's a double play, throws to Correa, and how about three? Uno, dos, tres, triple play. Jose Miranda took care of the first two, Correa on the back end. That's one way to work out of a jam. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was the uh, that was the play of the night, I guess, if you're a Twins fan. That was the one takeaway. Maybe it'll make the Sports Center t- top ten. I'm, I'm assuming it will. A pretty awesome play there by Jose Miranda. Uh, bottom of the fourth, uh, this is where the Twins uh, get on the board and they score first. Uh, Nick Gordon with an RBI double. Swung on and cued towards third. Off the glove of a diving Duran. Urshela will score. Gordon turns it first as the ball squibbles into left field. Nick Gordon with an opposite field. One scoring double. And the Minnesota Twins lead 1-0. Okay, before that, and and my apologies, people, my apologies. Uh, Before Nick Gordon hit that double, we had this play, the leadoff triple by Gio Urshela. Urshela hits one in the air into the right field corner. Garcia chasing, dives, can't get it, rolls to the wall, and let's see how far he can run. Urshela is at second. Urshela's headed for third. Here comes the ball from Garcia. Watkins has to put up a stop sign on the second triple of the game for the Minnesota Twins. The leadoff man at third from triple play to a triple, and the Twins are in business trying to break this scoreless tie. All right, so we played him a little bit backwards. It was Gio with the triple. Then Nick Gordon gets the double. Twins lead one nothing. But then right in the top of the fifth, Garcia came right back, and he crushed a solo home run. First pitch is hit high in the air to deep left field. Nick Gordon stops running and just admires it. That ball's into the upper tank, and see you later. It's a 1-1 game. Well, there's your exclamation point for Adolis Garcia. His hitting streak is now at 19, and that is just the second home run in that 19-game streak. Hit the reset button. We're all tied up 1-1. All right, and then in the bottom of the fifth, Byron Buxton was up at the plate. Um, Let's say that he was not happy about being called out on strikes. The 3-2. Fastball. Called strike three on the outside corner, and Byron can't believe it. He'll stop and argue with Malachi Moore, and this is as animated as I've ever seen Byron Buxton, and he is very close to getting thrown out of this baseball game. Rocco Baldelli calms things down. Byron discards the gear, and we'll head to a break. Yeah, Byron was not happy in that particular moment, no no question about that. Uh, But then in the top of the sixth, that's unfortunately when the Rangers went ahead with Corey Seager in this RBI single. The first pitch to Seager, last to center field. That's a base hit. Byron has to play it on a hop. And the Rangers on a first pitch single from Corey Seager. What else? Take a 2-1 lead. And it would stay at 2-1, and that was the uh, the final score. Let's get to some of the postgame reaction. Rocco talking about just needing some good at-bats, man. You know, a good at-bat or two and, and to make something happen. Um and that's what we're looking for. You know, we, we didn't need uh, four runs to come back and, and win the game. We needed a couple. Uh, we weren't able to do it. But that's that's what we're doing. And when we can do that, um, we will. And we have uh, 40, 40-some-odd 40 games left here. And then also Rocco would uh, talk about one of the themes of the season and the theme of tonight, just needing some hits with runners in scoring position. You know, just putting a good swing on the ball with people on base, and it's it's a really easy thing to do when when it's coming and coming in bunches. It feels so easy, and when it's not coming in bunches, uh, it feels really hard. Um, and in reality, it's probably somewhere right there in the middle. 
Hey, Rocco, kind of give everybody a little bit of an update. We know you don't know a, a ton, but give us an update on Byron Buxton. He's been on, on the verge of not being able to go out there, not being able to swing or run uh, and do such things, but he's continued to post up and he's continued to go out there and play. At, we call it hip soreness. I, I don't know what it is. He's going to have an MRI. He's doing it right now, um, getting it looked at so we know exactly what we're dealing with. And last but not least, this is Rocco talking about what this offense is missing. I mean, it really is all of the above. And, and in, in times like this, you know, I don't know if we have to bring some, you know, some instruments out there or we need to, you know, start, uh, you know, hanging some flags and, uh, you know, having something to, to chime like we have the gong in the clubhouse or something. Uh, you almost need to distract yourself sometimes from what's actually going on so you're not just grinding on one particular point um you know the entire time where you're out there and that point is you know just putting a good swing on the ball with people on base and it's it's a really easy thing to do when um when it's coming and coming in bunches it feels so easy and when it's not coming in bunches uh it feels really hard um and in reality it's probably somewhere right there in the middle uh but again we we gave ourselves opportunities um you know, the runs are there for the taking, and time to take them. All right, and last but not least, final cut of the uh, of the evening. Let's hear from Carlos Correa just talking about Buxton coming out of the game. Yeah, it's, it's tough, you know. Anytime something happens uh, to him or, you know, he has to come out of the game, it's, it's, it's a tough blow for us, obviously. Um, hopefully he's fine. We don't, we don't know anything yet, but hopefully it's nothing serious. And we hope that it is nothing serious. Well, tomorrow we are going to be facing a serious team in the Houston Astros. They're one of the top teams to win it all this year, best team in the American League right now. On the hill for the Houston Astros will be Justin Verlander. And it has been announced via the, or I'm seeing via Doe Young Park's uh, Twitter account that Aaron Sanchez will start tomorrow for the uh, Minnesota Twins in the, uh, the series opener. All right, that's going to wrap up Final Pitch. We will talk to you guys tomorrow a little bit earlier pregame. Um, I've got Lake, the Lake Show starting at 6 o'clock into the pregame, which starts at 6.30. Then after that, we'll do Final Pitch right here on The Good Neighbor. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 